welcome to my mommy's podcast. This podcast is brought to you by Neurohacker and in specific, their symbiotic product that I'm really loving right now because you've heard over and over again how crucial gut health is for overall health and especially for our kids' health. But this isn't just about digestion and bloating. In fact, everything starts in the gut from immune function to metabolism, nutrient absorption, even cognitive performance as we now know much serotonin is made in the gut. But the problem is the things that are great for our gut aren't always the most convenient foods to make and eat. And sometimes there can be resistance with kids, especially with things like fermented foods. And that's why I'm excited about Qualia Symbiotic, which has been a really fun addition for my family. They take 13 of the most research-backed probiotics, prebiotics, fermented foods, and blends and make them a traditional drink mix that you can just mix in water. It's delicious, my kids love it, and it takes only seconds a day to make. It also has a premium spore form probiotic that actually survive in the digestive tract. And I notice that these ingredients really do seem to have a noticeable effect on digestion. It's also vegan, gluten-free, non-GMO, FODMAP friendly, and doesn't have to be refrigerated. So if you want gut health support for you and your family that's easy, fast, and delicious, go to neurohacker.com WM15 and try their Qualia Symbiotic for up to 50% off with a 100-day back money-back guarantee. And if you use the code WM15 at checkout, you will save an additional 15% off. So again, that's neurohacker, N-E-U-R-O-H-A-C-K-E-R.com slash WM15. And make sure to use the code WM15 for an additional 15% off. This podcast is brought to you by Armra, which is a new colostrum I have been experimenting with and had to tell you guys about because you know I'm always on the lookout for new ways to improve immunity and gut health, fitness, metabolism, enhance my skin and hair, and I have been really playing with this new colostrum product. Colostrum is the first nutrition we receive in life, and it contains all the essential nutrients our bodies need in order to thrive. But the Armra One specifically is a proprietary concentrate of bovine colostrum that harnesses over 400 living bioactive nutrients that rebuild the barriers of your body and fuel cellular health for a host of research-backed benefits. It strengthens immunity, ignites metabolism, and it has anti-inflammatory gut fortifying properties. It can improve hair growth and skin radiance, I've been using it for fitness and recovery and also has a host of well-studied anti-aging benefits. And this one is a premium one, other like unlike other ones I've tried. It's natural, sustainable, and they've done research and testing from start to finish. Unlike most colostrums, which use heat that depletes their nutrient potency, they leverage their proprietary cold chain biopotent technology, which is an innovative process that purifies and preserves the integrity of the bioactive nutrients while removing things like casein and fat to guarantee that it's highly potent and bioavailable and more so than any other one on the market. They go above and beyond industry standards and they invest in expensive auditing and third-party testing to ensure that they always meet the highest demands of purity and efficacy and are glyphosate free. And for you, for listening, they have a special offer just for you to receive 15% off your first order by going to tryarmra.com slash mama15 and using the code mama15 to save 15%. So that is T-R-Y-A-R-M-A.com slash mama15. Hello and welcome to the Wellness Mama podcast. I'm Katie from wellnessmama.com. And this episode, as I mentioned in the 700th episode, is deviating from just physical health and wellness, though that is a component here. And 
delving a little bit into the financial side of wellness as well. This episode is all about how we are all investors and the new millionaires playbook. And I'm here with my friend, Gordy Ball, who is a very heart-centered entrepreneur. He's an investor and a visionary leader in this space. And he's the author of the new book, The New Millionaire's Playbook, which is, I loved this book and we'll link to it in the show notes. He's the founder as well of The Conscious Thought Revolution, which consists of a venture capital fund and a world-class marketing agency, which invests in entrepreneurs and organizations committed to bettering humanity. And through these organizations, he spearheaded the transformation of early startups into billion-dollar powerhouses. And we go deep in this episode about a lot of the inner and thought-based aspects of investing in entrepreneurship and financial success. So I know this is a little bit of a new topic, but he gives a lot of great strategies in this episode and certainly also in his book. So let's join Gordy. Gordy, it is such an honor to have you here. Thanks for joining us. Absolutely. My pleasure. Well, I'm very excited to jump in and chat with you today. I opened the door recently to explain that I was going to be talking about topics beyond just physical health, because I do think our mental health, our spiritual health, our financial health are all very valuable aspects of health and wellness. And I'm so excited to get to do that with you today, especially. Um, for people who aren't familiar, I'm going to, of course, link to your new book, which I loved in the show notes at wellnessmama.com. But I know that there was quite the personal journey here as well. So if for background, I would love if you could share a little bit of your personal journey and what led to the creation of this book. Yeah, absolutely. So I guess I'll start, you know, as as a child of immigrant parents who moved from India to Canada with $20. They, you know, they were first generation and they worked their asses off to really create, you know, a life that they thought would be optimal for, for us. But growing up in that household, there was quite a bit of tension and conflict and strife. And as a child, the meaning I made out of that was that, oh, it must be because we don't have a lot of money. So I immediately took on this role of like, well, I'm going to make as much money as humanly possible and solve not only the problems at home, but solve all the, all the problems in the world. And so, you know, I got really good at entrepreneurial skills. I developed them pretty early on. And being a child of the internet, I learned how to make money online. And, you know, by the time I was in high school, I was doing affiliate marketing and generating, you know, tens of thousands of dollars a month. And so my bank account was growing, but nothing was really improving or changing as I thought it would. And so, you know, things, things were, were kind of like, you know, hard. And, and I was like, well, I thought if I made a lot of money, things would get better. Um, but I still didn't have any answers. And then, so I'm like, okay, well, I'll, I'll still go to university. So I went and got a four year degree in three years. Cause I've always been like this hacker kind of like, how do I kind of, you know, do things faster, cheaper, smarter, easier, you know, how entrepreneurs do. Um, so I got my four year degree in three years while launching more businesses online. And I ended up building this. You know, and you know, on Wall Street, they have like high frequency trading for stocks. I did that, but for online advertising. So I built like this traffic platform that was buying and selling ads and it was making like an insane amount of money. But I woke up one day in deep existential dread. I, I felt like I have more money than I know what to do with. You know, my, my family life is, there's still, there's still like, you know, strife and conflict and stress. It's not all 
rainbow rainbows and unicorns and uh and at the time this um i don't know <laughs> This ancient mystic poet by the name of Biggie Smalls uh, <laughs> had this. He had the song "Mo Money Mo Problems," and I felt like I was living that because I was spiritually bankrupt, even though I had a big bank account. And so that's when I started really kind of asking deeper questions of like, wait, like, what is this game I'm playing? How does the world actually work? Why is it that there's some people who have so much money and are able to buy and do anything they want. And just down the same street, there's people that can't even buy food and don't even have shoes to wear. And how does the government work? How does the healthcare system work? How does education system work? And so I started kind of deconstructing a lot of these institutions of power only to realize and come to this conclusion that the game is rigged. Like we're all playing this game where a select few benefit at the cost of everybody else and the planet. And so that's kind of like, I'd say the origin story of, of, you know, what got me to start asking bigger questions and understanding how the world works. But what I'll say to cap that story off is that only led to more questions because when I saw that the game was rigged, I was like, well, what's the point of amassing so much money and power? What's the real game being played? And that's when I really dove deep into more of the existential questions of like, who am I? What is my purpose? What is the nature of reality? How does reality actually get rendered? And what is human consciousness? And so that has been my last, I'd say, almost 15 year journey, really diving deep into myself. So yeah, that's that's the origin story. The heart behind the I'm On podcast is storytelling because every mom has a story to tell. I know that when I talk to my friends who are parenting and we share stories, we all end up feeling less alone and more capable of loving our kids well. You can find information everywhere on the internet. Some is bad parenting advice and some is pretty wise. We like to think there's a lot of wisdom on imom.com. And when you combine that signature wisdom with a great story, it brings parenting to life. We want a mom who's listening to see herself and her kids in these stories and rest in the confidence that she is the perfect mom for her kids. Check out the iMom podcast with new episodes every Monday. I love it. And I would love to delve into some of the things you write about in the book, because I do think this applies to everyone. And I think right now we're seeing so many moms entering business world, whether it be through owning their own businesses, through investing, through micro businesses, there's so many options. Like you said, with the dawn of the internet, truly everything is at our fingertips. That doesn't make it any easier to jump in if you've never done it before. But I love that you brought in the ethos of sort of your spiritual component, because I think that is a huge missing piece that is vital when we're talking about actually conscious change, which I know is a big thing for you and for me as well. And my mission here with Wellness Mama has always been to love and serve moms and help people ask better questions. And I truly believe that with some framework and logistical help in place, when we help and serve people, the monetary part almost effortlessly effortlessly works itself out if we have that piece dialed in. So I love that you have that woven through all the message of your whole book. But I would love to start delving into some of the pillars that you talk about in the book, because I feel like this is a somewhat new topic, possibly for a lot of the people listening. And you give so much 
absolute amazing wisdom in the book. So can you maybe walk us through the high level of some of the pillars that you bring up in the book? Yeah, absolutely. So the first thing, so chat, so the key, the first, so I talk about seven keys towards freedom, purpose, and abundance. And the first key is around unplugging from the matrix. So I put forth this notion of the matrix in in a, in a new definition where I I I, I refer to it as a simulated reality that is projected from a power system that is globally entrenched and operates with unconscious principles. And one of the ways in which that's proliferated is through social media and social media algorithms. And so I I also, in, in that key, I talk about understanding this concept that Steve Jobs coined, which is the reality distortion field. So think of the reality distortion field as the movie screen in which your life and your reality gets played. Now, for most of us, that what's being projected on that movie screen is from external inputs, whether that's conditioning from our parents, whether it's from the school system, whether it's from mainstream media. And so when that's happening, the movie that's being projected on that reality distortion field called our life or a reality is externally driven. And so the big switch is to realize that we can actually interface with the reality distortion field and create our own reality. And the way in which to do this is through our thoughts, because I, I talk about how our thoughts are the most powerful currency we have to invest. A study out of Stanford showed that we have between 40 and 60,000 thoughts per day. And most of those thoughts we're unconscious of. And so those, and so when we are able to become conscious of the thoughts that we're having, we're able to then depict and create the reality we want because thoughts become reality. But when we're not conscious of it, we are unconsciously sort of playing out this reality that's externally curated for us. So that's kind of the first concept that I, and the first key I dive into. And then once we unplug from the matrix, then I, I talk about how it's absolutely essential, especially today and now, to discover our true purpose. Why are we actually here? And, and so I walk through a framework, a five-step framework on how to actually get clear on your life purpose. And part of that also, like some of this sounds esoteric, but I, I walk through pragmatic and practical steps to get there. And part of it is to actually start connecting with your soul. And most of us have been so disconnected from our soul. So when I'm talking to, um, you know, whether it's entrepreneurs or even if it's moms and and the mom community is so huge for me too. My, my wife who, you know, you've gotten to meet Suki has, she, we have three kids and I've seen just how much she has devoted her life to the raising of children. And now I'm watching her move into back into like sort of outside of mom mode, but into creator world. And so so helping support her and hold space for her to discover her purpose. It's been so profound and magical to see that. And so I think, especially with, you know, the proliferation of artificial intelligence and and i mean you've seen the power of of ai and even just chat gpt like 
if we're not connecting to the deeper aspect of ourself and most of our thoughts are unconscious, it's not long before we're going to be working for our AI overlords. So this is why it's so crucial to discover our purpose. So I walk through that in, in key two. And then and then key three, I, I refer to as measure your MEPS. So MEPS stands for, it's four KPIs that I talk about. MEPS stands for mental, emotional, physical, and spiritual well-being. And What's really cool now is that we have so much access to data that we can use to begin to quantify our well-being. We can actually begin to understand and measure our mental well-being, our emotional well-being, our physical well-being, and even our spiritual well-being. And so I walk through pragmatic and practical ways on how we can begin to use these as the, the foundational pieces to then move on to what I, I the next key is, um, you know, discover your mission to Mars. And, and the Mars that I'm talking about is not what, you know, Elon Musk is building rockets to go to another planet. I refer to Mars as multiple automated revenue streams. And I think part of when we, once we've unplugged from the uh, matrix, we've discovered our purpose, and now we're beginning to measure our maps. Now we can use these pieces to begin to design abundance generating systems. And this is where we get to use automation and AI to help help support us. And then I also talk about how we can actually flip the switch on social media. And instead of it being something that harvests our attention, we can actually use it and use its power to do simple things like market research, build community, serve people at large and see what they need and want. So, so, and then I, after that, I go, I, I get into some more, um, I'd say more of the spiritual side of things. I I get into like how to build resilience relationships and resources, um, and then you know by the end of it, I I I start moving into this um, this practice that I've developed and I'm teaching around engineering synchronicities because I've been studying the art and science of manifesting. Um, you remember when the secret came out and the law of attraction and like it was that was really cool, but. Because for me, I also need to be intellectually stimulated and I really need to understand the science and the underpinnings of it. I began to study that and, you know, really understand how electromagnetic frequencies work, how our cells have electrical activity, how the frequency of our cells can actually draw in and bring in that which we either unconsciously or consciously want. So so I kind of bridge that. So I start pragmatic and practical. And then by the end of the book, we're we're getting a little weird. <laughs> I love that. My journey has certainly taken me into that realm as well in the last few years. And I've come to realize just how truly pivotal that is to so many aspects of our lives. This piece that I used to not pay attention to at all has now become so core to so much of what I do. But I would love to hone in on a couple of things you mentioned. There's obviously more in the book than we can unpack in this one episode, but you mentioned so many amazing things and I want to go deeper on a couple of them. I loved, especially you talked about the power of thoughts. This was huge for me, actually, even in my sort of trauma recovery journey, I didn't realize until I started auditing my thoughts, like you said, how many of them were negative. And I truly believe that our subconscious works to answer the questions we give it. But if we give it questions that we actually don't want the answers to, it's going to give us answers we don't want. And so as a very surface level example, when I would say things like, why is it so hard to lose weight? Why can't I do this? Why is this so hard? It would answer those questions. And it would be like, oh, well, you have six kids, you have thyroid issues, you blah, blah, blah. 
And when I learned to start paying attention to that inner speak and my thoughts and asking myself better questions, I started getting dramatically better answers. And I know that that's just a very small example, but I would love for you to delve a little deeper into what you talk about in paying attention to our thoughts and starting to curate them to sort of move in a more positive direction for us. Yeah, well, I love the fact that you just mentioned a thought audit. I don't, I didn't even know that you do that, but that's what I talk about as well. Is we need to audit our thoughts, and one of the exercises that I do, even for myself, and I do when I'm facilitating for a group of entrepreneurs, is I'll just have them freestyle their entire mind for an hour, and they'll just journal what the inner dialogue is saying. And it, when they see and reflect back what the mind is doing, it's alarming because for the most part, it is extremely disempowering. And it is, it's constantly got this uh, voice of, like you said, it's a, it's framed in a why question. And, and part of the programming of our mind, when we're asking why questions, what it's doing is it's actually creating an ineffective process because when you ask the question, why can't I lose weight? What you're doing to your own system is you're creating a defense. It's like, now I have to defend myself against this question of why. And so when you, but when you ask a what or how question, like you said, now you're asking a question, it's like, what do I need to do to lose weight? Or what do I need to do to generate abundance? How can I generate abundance? There's no emotional trigger to it. Now you're just, you're asking a question to excavate solution oriented process. And so that, so that's a big piece as well. Another one that like an immediate hack that I always talk about is just in any given moment, you can pause and say, am I having my thoughts or are my thoughts having me? And in most cases, you'll, people will notice that our thoughts are are having us there. It's the constant programming and conditioning that's just moving and going, constantly going. There's this other um, exercise that's really cool that a good friend of mine taught me. It's called Sportscaster. So what you'll do is you'll sit in a dyad. So we'll sit across from each other like this. And for five minutes straight, we will actually, as if we're a sportscaster, we will sportscast our thoughts out loud and verbalize them. So it, it may sound something like this. Okay, so now I'm sitting here across from Katie. We're doing a wellness mom podcast. I'm looking at myself in the camera. Do I look okay? Okay, let me think that. that is this working? Do th- are people going to like this uh, podcast? Is the content good? What are we actually going to talk about? How do we change people's lives? Okay, oh, did I brush my teeth with the right toothpaste today? Oh, interesting. Why did I just think about that? So you see like the, it just goes crazy. And then similar, so, but when you're doing that, with somebody and they're witnessing it, they're helping you extract a lot of the programming and conditioning. And so that's another cool exercise. But I think what's most exciting for me and like where I'm developing a body of work is around this notion that our thoughts are the most powerful currency for us to invest because we're investing our thoughts. Like I said, 40 to 60,000 thoughts a day. That means that over the last 17 days, you've invested a million thoughts. Where did you invest those million thoughts? What was the ROI on those thoughts? Where are you going to invest your next million thoughts? And what? how are you going to use those thoughts to design the life of your dreams? So that's something that I've been really excited to play with because... Imagine if you had like a Fitbit for your thoughts 
and you could have like this ability to measure the quality of your thoughts. Well, we're getting there soon enough. And, um, and I think the more we're able to do that, that's what's going to create this you know, evolution of human consciousness where we do awaken and we do transcend the programming and conditioning that's been there for us. Because as you know, for, for when we're kids from zero to eight, we're in a theta state and we're basically just absorbing our entire world and getting programmed. And so even now in our, you know, 30s, 40s, 50s and 60s, we're just playing out the zero to eight from zero to eight is what we're playing out as adults. And so part, like you said, part of the trauma work is going back into those time and spaces and healing that which still needs to be healed and integrated. Um, so yeah, that's, and, and then even my, you know, the, the our organization is, is it, it, so, okay. I'll share this really profound, powerful story. I shared in the book, but this is the pivotal story. When I was doing the online advertising stuff, we had a day in 2007, we had a record breaking day where we did over six figures in one day. Um, And what I went and did is I went and acquired the domain name CTR.com. For those of you who don't know, in online advertising, CTR stands for click-through rate. And so it's a success metric that if your click-through rate is higher, then your campaign will be performing better. And so I, and my, I was clever and I wanted to build a technology platform that would auto-optimize the click-through rate for our clients and advertisers. Fast forward to 2015, I was deep inside of a meditation and I got such a clear, powerful message, which was, it went like this. We don't need a higher click-through rate. What we need is a conscious thought revolution. And my whole body started shaking with this like profound truth. And from that moment, that's how now my, you know, my whole mission in life is to measurably accelerate the evolution of human consciousness, starting with my own. And so that's why the last 10 years, that's what I've been working on and continue to work on. And as you know, the more of the onion layers you peel, the more you realize there's more to continue peeling. (laughs) I love that story. This podcast is brought to you by Neurohacker and in specific, their symbiotic product that I'm really loving right now because you've heard over and over again how crucial gut health is for overall health and especially for our kids' health. But this isn't just about digestion and bloating. In fact, everything starts in the gut from immune function to metabolism, nutrient absorption, even cognitive performance as we now know much serotonin is made in the gut. But the problem is the things that are great for our gut aren't always the most convenient foods to make and eat. And sometimes there can be resistance with kids, especially with things like fermented foods. And that's why I'm excited about Qualia Symbiotic, which has been a really fun addition for my family. They take 13 of the most research-backed probiotics, prebiotics, fermented foods, and blends and make them a traditional drink mix that you can just mix in water. It's delicious, my kids love it, and it takes only seconds a day to make. It also has a premium spore form probiotic that actually survive in the digestive tract. And I notice that these ingredients really do seem to have a noticeable effect on digestion. It's also vegan, gluten-free, non-GMO, FODMAP friendly, and doesn't have to be refrigerated. So if you want gut health support for you and your family, that's easy, fast, and delicious, 
go to neurohacker.com slash WM15 and try their Qualia Symbiotic for up to 50% off with a 100-day back money back guarantee. And if you use the code WM15 at checkout, you will save an additional 15% off. So again, that's neurohacker, N-E-U-R-O-H-A-C-K-E-R.com slash WM15. And make sure to use the code WM15 for an additional 15% off. This podcast is brought to you by Armra, which is a new colostrum I have been experimenting with and had to tell you guys about because you know I'm always on the lookout for new ways to improve immunity and gut health, fitness, metabolism, enhance my skin and hair. And I have been really playing with this new colostrum product. Colostrum is the first nutrition we receive in life and it contains all the essential nutrients our bodies need in order to thrive. But the Armra One specifically is a proprietary concentrate of bovine colostrum that harnesses over 400 living bioactive nutrients that rebuild the barriers of your body and fuel cellular health for a host of research-backed benefits. It strengthens immunity, ignites metabolism, and it has anti-inflammatory gut fortifying properties. It can improve hair growth and skin radiance. I've been using it for fitness and recovery and also has a host of well-studied anti-aging benefits. And this one is a premium one, other like unlike other ones I've tried. It's natural, sustainable, and they've done research and testing from start to finish. Unlike most colostrums, which use heat that depletes their nutrient potency, they leverage their proprietary cold chain biopotent technology, which is an innovative process that purifies and preserves the integrity of the bioactive nutrients while removing things like casein and fat to guarantee that it's highly potent and bioavailable and more so than any other one on the market. They go above and beyond industry standards and they invest in expensive auditing and third-party testing to ensure that they always meet the highest demands of purity and efficacy and are glyphosate free. And for you, for listening, they have a special offer just for you to receive 15% off your first order by going to tryarmra.com slash mama15 and using the code mama15 to save 15%. So that is T-R-Y-A-R-M-A dot com slash mama15. You also use the words engineering synchronicities. And I would love to talk about doing this sort of intentionally because I've noticed the pattern in my own life that when I am most in a state of unconditional love and authenticity, I at least notice synchronicities much more. And maybe it would be helpful for you to define that word for people who aren't super clear on what it means. But even in, I recently had an experience at a conference where I was just in that state of kind of receptivity and authenticity. And it was like every conversation happened exactly perfectly and played out exactly with the people I was hoping to connect with, with the ideas I was trying to learn. Everything just fell into place so beautifully that, that I was for two weeks after on this just absolute gratitude high. Um, and so I would love for you to talk more about engineering synchronicities and explain what that means. Yeah, absolutely. So I've come to realize that we are the universe experiencing and expanding itself through us. So each one of us are a different vantage point of the universe itself experiencing and expanding itself. So if we want to have and bring in and manifest and have a synchronicity inside of our life, we can interface with the universe because we are the universe to do this. Well, there's, there's, you, you know, we can talk about sort of the, 
mystical, mythical aspects of it, which are cool and interesting, but they're not very practical and pragmatic. So for me, I wanted to find the pragmatic and practical and science-based ways that I can use my my physical body my and my internal system to engineer synchronicities, which I believe are the biofeedback signals from the universe telling you that you are now in a state of manifesting. So what happens, what I've discovered is that when we're in emotional states that are of lower frequencies, so when we're in fear or greed or a lack, then what we're unconsciously signaling to the universe is that that's that's the frequency that we're vibrating at. So because we are like a magnet, that's what we're going to continue to perpetuate in our life. And that's why when a lot of us sometimes are in a victim mode, we kind of stay there because that's what we're drawing in. But when we're able to elevate our emotional states and embody like gratitude is one of the highest frequency vibrational frequency states that you can be in. And when we're in that state, then we're able to actually design and engineer with the universe to start bringing in states of reality that we truly desire that is actually connected to our soul. That's deeper than some superficial, like, Oh, I need millions of dollars tomorrow. And, and so one of the things that I worked on to develop is this process. I call it, I call it the magic meditation. And so the, and magic stands for the M is for magnetize. The A is for alchemize. The G is for generate. The I is to inspire and the C is to clear. And so it's a seven minute meditation and, and it's almost like an activation. It's to a beautiful soundtrack. And, um, and so what we're doing is we're actually activating the inner magnetic frequencies of our body. And then we're, so we're, we're bringing in and we're changing our state to bring in all that which we truly desire. And now what happens though is we always get like we talked about there's that almost like that self sabotage inner voice that's always there the the subconscious and unconscious so when we're magnetizing and bringing in we're also our unconscious is also bringing in the things that don't serve us and so that's why the a for alchemize is we I, I there's this process that takes about a minute where once we bring everything in we alchemize and transmute using an energy system in our body all the negative energy into positive energy and then we move up and we're actually moving so the whole goal in the system is you're moving up the body you're moving into the different energy systems or in ancient wisdoms they call them the chakras and so and then from after you alchemize, you move up to the heart. And what we do is we spend some time to generate the elevated emotions of gratitude as if that which you already, that which you desire has already happened. Because when you do that, you are now signaling to the universe, which you are the universe, you're already signaling that you're not in lack. And because you're not in lack and you're already experiencing the elevated emotions of having that which you want, you you open up the field and you you become like you magnetize it even more and you bring it in. And then and then we move up to the throat chakra, which is which and then we move to the eye, which is to inspire. And inspire comes from the Latin word of inspirere, which was to speak truth to. Um, and and they they would they would give that word to um, divine beings, but in in ancient times. 
And so we do this, um, this box breathing exercise where then you um, exhale out for four seconds. You make an auditory sound to put back into the universe that. So you bring in, you magnetize, you transmute, you generate, you inspire out. And then the last step is the C, which is clear. And this is where we we move up to, you know, the pineal gland, the third eye. You bring our awareness there. And then we do um, a deep reoxygenation process and deep inhales and exhales. And so this whole thing only takes seven minutes. You can get access to it um, at newmillionairesplaybook.com for free. And when you do this, within that day, you'll start seeing synchronicity. So I, I, for, uh, you know, I saw you at um, Dave Asprey's biohacking conference, and I facilitated this process um, for a group of people. And and it was to set the stage for that weekend for them. And it was amazing because people would come up to me and be like, oh, my God, you won't believe what just happened. I was I, I was trying to solve this problem. And after we did this seven-minute meditation, all of a sudden, the problem automatically got solved. And, oh, I just met this person that I've been looking to meet. So it's just, it's crazy. And And what's amazing is like, you know, you don't have to put in that much effort. I think that's part of the illusion that we've fallen for is that life has to be hard and we have to put so much effort. But that's only because we're playing three-dimensionally. When we start pl- like connecting to our soul, which operates multi-dimensionally, it operates outside of this physical realm. That's when you can hack the system and you can like hack the matrix and you can like, you know, play a game that's a little bit different. And that's why I talk about the new millionaire. The new millionaire isn't somebody who's chasing millions of dollars. The new millionaire is somebody who lives a life to positively impact millions of people starting with their own. And how do they do that? Again, they discover their purpose. They unplug from the matrix. They begin to measure their maps. And then they discover how they can serve millions of people, which then, like you said at the beginning of this, that's how they generate abundance. The abundance generation becomes a byproduct of them serving millions of people, having an intention to serve millions. And you don't, and that doesn't mean you have to touch millions of people. You can impact you know, a hundred people or a thousand people, but the, the ripple effect of that will, will proliferate. And then, you know, through indirect, directly or indirectly, you'll positively impact millions of people. And that's the new millionaire. And that is the next generation. That's, that's where millennials, Gen Z are, are moving to because they know the old game is broken. The old millionaire game is broken. Look where we are. Um, and that's why I love the work you're doing too, because part of what I discovered is the old game was, was very masculine and it was a very like penetrative, like I got to hoard and control and get as much as possible. But the new game, it's about balancing the playing field. It's about honoring the divine feminine. And that's why I'm like such a big fan of, you know, what you're doing for moms, because we, I mean, Mother Earth is a mom. (laughs) I love it. And I know you have so much more that you cover in the book as well as on your website. So I will put both of those links in the show notes for all of you guys listening. But I love that we got to go in some of these directions in this episode. And we're going to get to do another short episode as well. So you guys keep an eye out for that one. But Gordy, it's always a pleasure. Thank you so much. This has been so much fun. Yeah, no problem. Thank you so much. And thanks as always to all of you for listening. And I hope that you will join me again on the next episode. If you're enjoying these interviews, would you please take two minutes to leave a rating or review on iTunes for me? Doing this helps more people to find the podcast, which means even more moms and families can benefit from the information. I really appreciate your time and thanks as always for listening.